podcast from Impact 89 FM. WDBM East Lansing. Hey, it's Thursday. Welcome to Happy Hour. My name is Brock, back live in the studio. Uh, and the thing is, we missed out last week. We had some uh, technical issues, and, uh, well, it's the summer, so sometimes it happens. And I was so upset that I wasn't in here last week to start complaining about the whole Chris Benoit thing, but I will later. Before I do that, on the panel this evening, Dr. Kilometer, Eric Marzak. Good evening, radio listeners. The only panel member to ever be recognized in public. <laughs> <laughs> also on the panel, Jeremy. Hello. Hey, dude, what's going on? Big show this evening for a couple of reasons. Um, for We're, uh, we're going to be in here for about the first half of the show, and then we're going to switch over to best of happy hour. Uh, but the big reason that uh, it's live tonight is uh, oh, yeah, there's a little thing that happens every summer here in Lansing, pretty much the only thing. It's called Common Ground. Now, the Impact has lots of uh, day passes for many of the uh, separate events on Common Ground, but happy hour right now is the only show the only part of the impact that has a full week pass for common ground an incredible coup on your part <laughs> indeed so we are really uh thanking our three listeners uh to this show apparently but nonetheless stay tuned uh we will be giving away an entire week's pass to common ground as well as two common ground t-shirts uh within uh, the next uh 20 30 minutes so stay tuned for that uh the number to keep in mind 355 uh just to keep Keep your fingers greased and ready to dial. So, wouldn't you I, want to keep your fingers free of grease? I would think grease would make them go faster. Maybe in between the fingers. <laughs> All right, thanks for ruining that, uh, Doctor Palmer. <laughs> uh, what'd you guys do for the Fourth of July? Oh, lots of stuff. Well, for for the Fourth of July, I saw Transformers. You and everybody else, the largest opening on a Tuesday, which I love how they're like, it's the biggest Tuesday opening ever. How many movies open on a Tuesday, by the well, way? Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest opened on a Tuesday. And Did it? almost doubled. Really? What, it, what, what that movie took I in. was not aware of that. They usually come out on Wednesdays or Fridays. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. Harry Potter's coming out next Wednesday. Right. Which I hear uh, is the worst Harry Potter I yet. I heard that same thing, in fact. I heard it's also the darkest, though, so maybe I'll like it better. Uh, we'll be talking about that here in a moment. Jeremy, what'd you do for 4th of July? 4th of July, well, I was uh, here at the radio station a lot. <laughs> Yay! Hey, so uh, I was uh, entertaining the listeners with great music and stuff, and after that, I went to go see Live Free or Die Hard. Oh, yeah. Which was excellent. Very good. We'll, we'll be talking about that there's momentarily. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of ground that we got to cover, though, in Jeremy and I's uh, recent past. You guys saw Billy so, Corgan and the crew smashing pumpkins. I got a p- picture text from Jeremy. We actually have a good, what did you do this week? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You want to take the, the, the reins on it, Jeremy? Sure. You know, Friday nights, uh, we have friends uh, down in Cincinnati now, and we've never been there. So we, uh, you know, we were going down to North Carolina in Asheville, and the deal mm-hmm. is the Smashing Pumpkins, they're not really doing, like, a, a whole U.S. tour. They're doing two residencies, like uh, nine-day residencies, one in Asheville, North Carolina, which is a town kind of like, you know, comparative to Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is in San Francisco, of course, at the Fillmore. So uh, we have friends down in North Carolina, the original original idea was to go down there, hang out with them, and uh, see the Smashing Pumpkins. Turns out uh, we didn't have enough time to hang out with our friends, but we did see the Smashing Pumpkins. <laughs> At least you have your priorities. Yeah, well. but we stopped down in Cincinnati on the way down, uh, about five hours into it. Stopped at Rudy's Hot Dog in Toledo, uh, drank some non-alcoholic beer uh, while we were driving, which is probably illegal because there's still a little bit of alcohol. Yeah, yeah nice. We, we realized that after we finished the non-alcoholic beer. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. fantastic. <laughs> but the Pabst N.A. wasn't that bad. 
bad. And, Pabst uh, N.A., huh? Yeah, it's wow. pretty good. Uh, so we uh, went down to Cincinnati, saw our friends, stayed the night, and then went down to North Carolina in Asheville, saw the Smashing Pumpkins. So great. great show. Great. Did you Have you guys ever seen them prior to this? I had never, personally. Yeah, me neither. But uh, it was one of those bands, you know, uh, we went to go see Pearl Jam, what, last year? Yeah. It was like one of those bands on my list, like, oh. You have to see them. I have them. to see yeah. while they're, you know, I, I would say they're a little past their prime, Smashing Pumpkins being reunited and such, uh, only two original members. But still, you know, they are, you know, Billy Corgan's voice is still perfect dead yeah, on top you know, notch the song sounded great it's not going to be the same in right of course years, so. he, Di, donnie my old roommate always talked he um back in the uh the big verve pipe days he and a couple of those guys went down to see them at their last show in chicago oh yeah and yeah. uh said it was just awful because <laughs> they're they were all excited donnie's donnie loves jimmy chamberlain because jimmy chamberlain is one of the most original He's a fantastic drummer, and he's, he's so good. He's one of the uh, two original uh, Smashing Pumpkins members still there, um, even though he killed that keyboard player uh, allegedly. Uh, you get, you remember that? Yeah. Uh, anyway, all about that. Uh, so apparently that that last show in Chicago wasn't too fantastic, but I'm glad to hear that uh, the masses are being rocked once again by old school Pumpkins. They had they had an incredible energy. They played for something like three and a half hours. That's insane. Um, That's a Pearl Jam kind of set. And you could just tell they're having a great time, yeah. and especially because halfway through it, their PA system kept kept going out. And nice. so they eventually just stopped the show, basically, and played covers for about Acoustic. 20 minutes. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, because they, you know, they had nothing else to do. So it was really cool. They wow. were having a good time. And it's, you know, just really cool to see a band like that in their element. You know, they obviously don't need to do some weird residency in Asheville, right. of all places. But you could tell they were just doing it for the fans, and it was a great show. And just as a side note, there was a, a man there who jury-rigged a motorcycle to be a rubber chicken launcher. Yeah, that is awesome. That... In, in the parking lot of the, the venue that we were at. And the police were like, okay, he's going to launch chickens now. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a good chicken launcher. No, wow. it was terrible. It really worked poorly. You know, I wanted to, now that I have a, a hog of my own, I am totally going to the Easy Rider thing at the Fowlerville Fair this year. Oh you God. should come with me. I've heard it's insane. I'll come with you, but I won't ride on your second seat. <laughs> I think it would be pretty sweet looking. So anyway, I was really upset that we weren't in here last week because of the whole Chris Benoit thing. I know it's a little old now, but uh, I oh, it's driving me nuts. The whole roid rage thing is driving me insane. What do you guys think about... Obviously, he's a pro wrestler. They all do steroids. Uh, newsflash. Pro, pro, all pro bodybuilders, all re- pro wrestlers, all do steroids. They all do them. Uh, and they're attributing this murder to uh, roid rage and they're blame they're uh prosecuting the physician for actually the, what they prosecuted him for wasn't steroid related it was uh, narcotic related uh, i don't know if you saw that or not i did he, he he got like it was like six different forms of vicodin it was great um i but everybody is uh the, the big uh, buzz is all about the roid rage which i think is totally wrong what what say you dr kilometer um being you know a doctor and all being a right, physician right um, I am not a um, fan of wrestling. Not that I'm not a fan, but I just I'm indifferent about it. I I really didn't know about Chris Benoit at all, um, except maybe by name. And uh, you know, I think it's really sad. I think it's really odd how not only did somebody edit Wikipedia 24 hours yeah. beforehand yeah. that his wife was dead, but 
also that it came out that he, you know, performed these killings over an extended period of time, like multiple hours, not just days, wasn't it? It, it was over a whole weekend. I, yeah, yeah I, he, like, I heard it was his wife, over a day and a half. Yeah. A few hours later, he killed his son, and then he waited like a whole day, and then what? Hung himself in his weight room. Yeah, yeah. So, man, I I don't know. I just it's a tragic event. Um, I really thought that the WWE, man, they, they first came out and they aired a tribute to yeah. him. Yeah, and then and they then cut it. Literally four, literally four hours after after they aired the tribute, it came out that, you know, this guy was a murder-suicide guy. And they really kind of had to redact themselves yeah. for the whole thing. I. It's a terrible situation, man. I don't know what else to say besides I, that. I, I just I, – I would w- wonder why people don't focus on – why don't they look at the type of people that go into show business or go into wrestling rather than what drugs they're taking? Arnold Schwarzenegger took uh, anabolic steroids for 40 years. Yeah, a long time. Uh, and he uh, he isn't uh, killing everybody, so uh, – as are most of the uh, pro bodybuilders. But anyway, um, it's uh, old news by now, and so I it just irks me that everybody focuses on the steroids and not the uh, mental acuity of the person that was – Yeah, what are you going to do, though? you, you got to be a little bit crazy to subject your body to that sort of thing. Not not just the steroids, but the, the abuse of pro wrestling for that many years. You yeah. Know? So no. who knows? Maybe he, maybe, maybe something just snapped, and I don't know. I don't know what to say about him. So another thing I want to complain about before we get to movies, real quick. Awesome. Um, and I don't know if I can talk about this on the air or not, but I'm going to go ahead and hopefully it'll get me kicked off. Uh, I got jury duty. I got a notice in the mail for jury duty, uh, and that's not good times. Well, you got to do your duty as a civic uh, servant, I guess. That didn't really make. I, sense, I'm going to say but... though that I, it's it's so funny that I to- tell everybody this, and then um, they they all tell me ways to get out of it. <laughs> Everybody's like, just say this, or just put this down, or just the questionnaire is certainly interesting because they first they question you to see if uh, if you're going to be be a good juror or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know, um, but I I'm surprised at 28. It's my first, but uh, I guess there's some people that never serve ever. So neither of you guys have ever served have no you? no i have been um i've taken the questionnaire but i never was what did you put what did you put on there to keep them i answered the questionnaire they, they were like this guy's crazy dude wow. i answered the questionnaire and within two days i had a summons as um just as a matter of full disclosure <laughs> i should probably tell the radio listeners that my second year of interning for General Motors, they instituted a, um, a mental test, and I didn't pass. <laughs> so I wasn't, I wasn't able to uh, to work for two years in a row at my internship at General Motors. So I just answered honestly, and they oh, never wow. called yeah, me. Like, there, wasn't it like questions like, would you steal if no one was watching? You're like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's, that's so wrong. That's the opposite. Oh. Honestly, I answered everything in that quite quite clearly and quite really i'm thinking that they probably wanted people to lie but i was like do they want me to lie or do they want me to tell the (laughs) truth what do i do i'm trapped so you know they had questions like if you saw a co-worker steal a tool what would you say to him would you say you know i'm gonna tell the supervisor would you just tell the supervisor would you say i won't tell on you if you won't tell on me and then you tool yourself (laughs) i'd answer that one it was all this different stuff and quite honestly i just answered um, you know, candidly, and I took the test twice, and they didn't let me back in to the That's program. Awesome! So, so uh, one last thing: I, did you notice uh, Lindsay Lohan turned twenty-one? I did notice, and uh, 
Yeah, she's out of rehab now, and and I'm happy for her about that. <laughs> you should send her a card. Yeah, you should. I wanted. To, I would rather send Paris Hilton a card than than uh, than. Lindsay Have you Logan. seen her drawings from prison? Yeah, they're oh, great. Yeah, they're fantastic. They're so funny. She's a great girl. I love her. <laughs> <laughs> didn't Hilton? Uh, didn't Hilton just sell out to a major? Uh... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Blackstone Group bought Hilton Hotels for twenty-six billion dollars. How can you fail a mental test? I, I, I all I say is bring some. All I, I bring something up about Paris Hilton, and you're like, bang this, that, this, that. Well, this. I also I, I'm uh, I'm an information sponge. Yeah, he is. Uh, he has his RSS, RSS feed. Uh, Hilton. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No, but I was uh, I was happy to see Paris Hilton get out of jail, and also, you know, if I was sad to see Scooter Libby get get commuted. Oh sentence, my God! You know, I don't like, even. I, I, thankfully, on. we don't have John Fournier in here because he yeah, would go, go ballistic. Um, I don't. I don't know why that's a, such a huge surprise to everybody. Yeah, man. Corruption, nepotism, cronyism. Hurrah! Hurrah! So let's move on to happier things, awesome. being that this is happy hour. Once again, a reminder, uh, if you uh, stay tuned within the next few minutes, pick up the one and only week-long Common Ground Pass the Impact has. It's a big deal because it gets you in every day Such of the entire uh, festival. It gets you into all the shows. We're also uh, hooking you up with a couple Common Ground T-shirts as well. Uh, the Impact uh, would like to thank Common Ground for their continuous support, so stay tuned for that. The number to keep in mind, 355 Three seven. So stay tuned for that. Movies. Uh, it is blockbuster season officially, and over the past week, some huge movies. Next week, another huge movie comes out. We all saw. This is a rarity on on uh, Happy Hour because it's a show about uh, pop culture, and yet we talk about movies that no one's seen. Uh, but this time it's different because uh, the uh, big Pixar movie Ratatouille came out, which I saw. The uh, Michael Bay flick that everybody's been looking forward to, uh, Super Nerdily Transformers, Doctor Kilometer saw, and then uh, of course Live Free or Die Hard, Jeremy saw. I saw it as well. And uh, I'm going to start with Ratatouille. I uh, this was uh, basically a gift to my girlfriend because we most of the time when we go see movies. They're movies for me, so I drag her all the Harry Potter uh, flicks and the like. And uh, I was like, all right, I'll give in. It's a two-hour-long Pixar flick. Pixar movies are usually okay. Ratatouille was surprisingly good. It's getting great reviews, you know. And, um, you know, they had they hired the top chef in the entire world, uh, Thomas Keller, to be the main consultant uh, in this movie. And a Consultant for what, though? That's what I don't – it's not like they're actually um, – food, uh, food style. Uh-huh. Um, the actual recipe, the technique. They first had all the Pixar people into Thomas Keller's most famous restaurant, um, the French Laundry in California, and they had the meal there. And then afterwards, Thomas Keller actually built a replica of his kitchen in Pixar Studios, and he had his chefs cook there for like a week. Because <laughs> all they would do, uh, Pixar would film everything, and then they would just recreate all that technique, the the flipping, all the flames and wow. the ingredients, all that stuff. Huh. That's insane. Just crazy preparation. And, you know, it's getting great reviews. So I, I've heard, I've read reviews stating that it's the best Pixar movie yet. I don't know if I agree with that, but it is re- I, surprisingly a dude like me. I appreciated the movie. Well, did you like um, Toy Story and oh, all yeah. those movies? Yeah. There yeah. isn't as much like adult kind of humor as there was in Toy Story, like subtle adult yeah. kind of uh, nuances. But in this one, there's the, the script is good. The characters are, are great. Um, it looks fantastic. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's worth seeing. Cool, man. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely see it. I'm a foodie. <laughs> so let's uh, let's skip over Transformers real quick because uh, I'm sure that will get your geek on. Both of you saw Live Free or Die Hard. I had to... 
I we were originally going to go see that, and then I kind of gave in to the yeah. old lady and yeah, uh, everyone and go see Live Free or Die. Yeah. <laughs> so I waited for a day where she was gone, and I said, "Well, I'm going to go." See you went by yourself? Yeah. <sighs> so I, on the Fourth of July. Too, wow. In the evening. How was Live Free or Die Hard? It was take, awesome. Take it away. <laughs> it was so great. Is it, it was, standard uh, McLean? It was way better than I thought it was going to be. It was way better than I was even expecting. Really? For, now, Fournier maintains that um, the third one, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. Die, well, it's because so, it's Samuel L. Yeah. yeah, but I think the first one's just great. And this I, one I was, I think, even better than the first The one. standard lines, the standard kind of comedy, like dark comedy that uh, i think it was funnier than yeah the other it was ones. definitely funnier and mclean he gets more the character gets more a kick out of hurting people in this one <laughs> awesome than in any of the other ones like he really really enjoys hurting people and taunting the bad guy yeah. more so wow than in all the other ones it's like yeah i've been through this a few times i'm just going to go kill some people <laughs> yeah. and he's just very blunt about it yeah and <laughs> like, just what are you doing next well i'm gonna go rescue my daughter and kill everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much and um you know the apple kid the, the yeah justin long he's in it and he is hilarious he's really good is he and also a surprise that going into the movie uh, in all my nerdiness, I didn't know he was in it, but Kevin Smith is in it. Really? He plays like an ultra mega hacker. Oh, is that? He's the guy like in the, the basement? Yes. Yeah, the warlock. I didn't recognize him in the trailer because it shows him in the trailer. Kevin Smith, and he is great. Is he? I kind of think like this is probably what his house looks like yeah. because his basement uh, is all decked out in all like geek memorabilia, <laughs> like big Star Wars stormtrooper oh, painted yeah. on the wall. Yeah, and Boba Fett statues and Dungeons and Dragons stuff. <laughs> which is pretty good. Wow, fantastic! That's but the, a- the whole movie it doesn't let up. It's action from beginning to end. The actors are all great. Um, it's surprisingly kid-friendly for a Die Hard movie. If, it's a PG-13. It's the first there, Die Hard PG-13. Yeah. Well, you don't mind your kids watching uh, people getting killed every five. Well, that right? happens on CSI right. and everything else. So. I mean, there's there's no there's no um, you know nude scenes or there's not a lot of um, you know cussing. Of course, his the McLean signature line, of course, is cut out at the last. That's what I heard. Gunshot. That's so lame. It's, you know, I think people are making a big deal out of that. I think that was just like a little novelty thrown in, and it's even towards the end of the movie, and everyone's just, you know, all the media is picking up on this. And this is something like if it was never reported, you'd see that yeah, and you'd chuckle in the of course. That's it. Yeah, that doesn't. You sure. might, you might have a fair point there. Okay, but it was great. I loved it. It was way worth the price of admission. I'm just sad that it's not doing extremely well. It needs to be doing better. Yeah. Well, uh, th- big thumbs up for uh, Live Free or Die Hard. Okay, Michael Bay is not necessarily well-known for his movies in the past. He does big blockbusters, yeah. but they tend to flop. This one, I have been reading blogs of people who have stood up and cheered when Optimus Prime comes on the scene because they so uh, love uh, the Transformers. This is another movie where it's it's kind of in the same vein where Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out 20 years too late. But with Transformers, I think Dr. Kilometer said it best. It's more of a spectacle film where yeah. it's you're watching it for the CG and the fantastic... Regardless, probably three-quarters to half the population going to see it are of, of the age where they don't even know the original Transformers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 1984, 1985. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I have heard um, that the Optimus Prime, his voice is the original uh, from the cartoon. That's true. And That's true. Uh, you, who are you saying uh, Megatron's voice? Megatron's voice is the voice of... Um, I don't know the actor's name offhand, but it's the guy who played Agent Smith in the Matrix series. Yeah. 
and he played uh, the elf wizard in um, mm-hmm. in the Lord of the Rings series. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, he's that Australian actor, and mm-hmm. he's great. The voice of uh, the voice of Optimus Prime is the original voice. Um, the acting in this movie is great. Like Shia LaBeouf is really good. Megan Fox is hot. <laughs> she's in the recent uh, edition of Maxim, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I know. It's too bad she's engaged to Brian Austin Green, who's oh, years older than her. Brian Austin Green? Yeah, no kidding, man. Oof. She's she's smoking hot. Um, all the performances are great. The CG is so ridiculously wonderful. It was done by Industrial Light and Magic. And yeah, of course. It's everything that you could hope it to be. The sounds are wonderful. Just the way they fold the plot into this teenage kid's life is just beautiful. I don't know. I, I really thought it's an A plus for sure. Um, I mean, I, granted, I like movies like this, but it was so good. Yeah. So good. July 4th is usually known for its blockbusters, and uh, Transformers is not disappointing, uh, being that it uh, is the largest tuesday opening ever now apparently um and i wasn't aware that uh, dead man's chest was a tuesday opening like you're saying earlier but uh the uh, top five ratatouille is at 47 million but that's been out for uh, a week now yeah. i think it was out last friday live free or die hard's up to 48 uh, so that's not too too awful bad. Evan Almighty is kind of uh, dropping off. It's uh, up to sixty, but it's only at fifteen for the past week. Fourteen oh eight. I don't know anybody that's seen that flick, um, and I haven't heard good things about it. And Fantastic Four: uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer is up at one hundred and fourteen million. But again, I don't know anybody that saw it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I mean, I I would see it, but spending all my money seeing better movies, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, next week, uh, is the big, uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. I just heard one of our Impact staff was at the premiere in London, uh, earlier this week. Oh, cool. But they didn't actually get to see the movie. They just watched all the characters go by and hmm. didn't get in. Uh, but apparently, uh, for the reviews that I have read, it is, uh, apparently the worst Harry Potter yet. I've heard it's the darkest, so I've heard it appeals to kids the least. I've also heard that all the little house ghosts and... You know, the John Cleese ghost mm-hmm. type characters. They are not, they're not there. No. Um, you know, what are you going to do? Um, it's, it's a darker time in the series. I feel like maybe that's fitting for the movies to reflect the darker feel of the book and the darker feel of, you know, what's to come in the, you know, books that are coming out next. I, I, I just don't know how you're going to fit an 800 plus page book into a two yeah. hour, two and a half hour movie. There's I, no Kidditch matches in it. There, yeah, there's no Quidditch at all. Uh, so that is coming out uh, next week. Simpsons movie comes out on uh, July 27th. I'll tell you something about the Simpsons movie, Brock. I saw the trailer for it in front of Die Hard, uh-huh. and it was the first time that I actually said, that movie looks pretty funny. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They redid the trailer, and it made me laugh the whole way through the trailer. Really? I Because bef- prior to now, all the trailers I've seen have just been like, oh, it looks like the current season of Simpsons, uh, and it, that has absolutely no attraction to me whatsoever. So, I mean, it, I, obviously, because I'm still stupid enough every Sunday to look for the Simpsons anyway, um, I'm sure I will end up going to see it. But uh, You know, speaking of that, their marketing, they did something interesting with their marketing for that movie. They oh, the uh, 7-Elevens? Yeah, it was great. And like 12 7-Elevens throughout the country were changed into Quickie Marts. It's with- so Awesome. Uh, some merchandise that yeah. you would see in the real Quickie Mart and lots of Simpson characters and tons of references. So those look pretty cool. One was out in L.A. Uh, There's one in Hollywood uh, correspondent, Andy Koval, uh, oh, checked it out. Nice. He sent me a picture. It was pretty cool. 
Um, I think there's one in Boston. I'm heading to Boston in a couple weeks, so I'm going to check it out, and if I can, I'll uh, bring back pictures. Please do. Uh, Very quickly, movies uh, coming out uh, later on this summer. Obviously, The Bourne Ultimatum, another big summer blockbuster. Uh, Rush Hour 3 which um, I don't know anybody who is uh, all that excited about. The, the trailer for Rush Hour 3 was in front of Transformers, and it is uproarious. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Super funny. Uh, Mr. Bean's Holiday, which I saw a, uh, a a trailer for prior to Ratatouille, looks like the most ridiculous thing ever. Uh, Underdog is also a movie that will be out. Um, a Real Life with CG uh, coming out, uh, I think, in the holidays. It looks absolutely ridiculous. So uh, that's about it for movies. Uh, we're going to switch on over to the best of happy hour as it is uh, our holiday week, and uh, some of us want to get out of town. Before we do, I've promised throughout the entire show the Common Ground tickets, the entire week-long pass. That is a pair of them. So you'll have you and a significant other or a friend or someone you really want to make a good impression on uh, you can get into Common Ground every day of the week. Uh, it starts uh, July 8th. That would be this Sunday through the following Sunday, uh, which is the 15th. Uh, Impact 89FM would like to thank Common Ground for their continuous support. We're hooking you up with two week-long passes to Common Ground plus two Common Ground T-shirts. Uh, let's take fifth caller right now, 355 355- Four two three seven, and you will be uh, the big winner of the uh, Common Ground Music Festival week long passes. A pair of them. See fantastic artists that uh, everybody. I'm so looking forward to Weird Al. Yeah, he's going to be great. I saw Weird Al at the Wharton Center probably ten years ago. One of the best concerts I've ever been to. I've I've seen him in concert as well, and he won't disappoint. So, so good luck, radio listeners. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back here on Happy Hour. It's right here on Impact eighty nine FM. Good luck. <laughs> 